Welcome to the Vibe Show Podcast with your boy Kano the Don, the Vibe King. Man, we got a special show tonight, a very special show, and we have a very special guest joining us on the show tonight, the lovely life coach, Coach Mo. What's up, Coach Mo? Hey, how you doing? Doing fabulous, doing fabulous. How you doing today? Awesome, awesome. That's now see that right there. That's what I want to hear. Today was a good day because it was a good day for me too. It started off a little rocky, but it ended up smoothing out though. Mm-hmm. That's how it happens sometimes. Right, right. Now, I, I want to uh, take the time to uh, thank you for joining our show today. Take your time out of your busy schedule to join the show and come chop it up with us for a little while. For me and the Vibe team, I just want to say thank you. Thank y'all for having me. Absolutely. I um you know it's it's funny how I uh ran across your uh your page and um your following. Uh it was actually through somebody else had uh shared something that you um I think you posted and mm-hmm. um that's how I kind of got wind of you and it intrigued me what you posted and then I went over to um check out your page. And um, mm-hmm. started uh, end up hanging out on your page for a while and seen um, some things that really, really um, touched me. Now, um, you're a life coach and um, you're all about positivity and good vibes and um, pretty much the same thing that I'm on. And your story really compelled me. So what I wanted to ask you was, um, can we kind of start from the beginning a little bit? Now, before um, before you was was a life coach and um, went into um, a transition in your life or whatever, um, what what you were kind of doing uh, prior to that? Oh, I was hustling, full time hustling. Wow, I think we all kind of kind of went through those certain transitions um, in our life or whatever. How did uh, like what? What compelled you to um to want to go into that type of life? Was it was it something that you felt like you had to do at that time to survive, or uh, was it something that you were kind of introduced to through another party? Greed, greed. I wanted more what I had. It was just pure greed. Just pure greed. Now mm-hmm. the love, the love, the love of money. Right, the love of money, right, material things and everything, and we kind of could get caught up into um, to the fast life, you know, and then yeah. it, and then you know it also becomes an addiction at that point, you know, once you get your little taste of money and you're able to be able to do the things that you really want to do, then it kind of amplifies and goes to another level, and then we get addicted to that, you know, and then we find ourselves caught up in different type of situations or whatever. So, um, you, you, you were, uh, you were, you were engaged in a life of, um, of hustling and, um, 
everything um i'm assuming was going good for a while and um what what was the um the changing point what was the crossroads point what what happened i started getting busted a lot i got caught one time i did 30 days got caught again while got caught again in the same year probably three days three months later so i took probation two years probation got caught up again while on probation so i ended up getting a bun so i blended out while on probation Went back to jail, did 90 days for violating, got out, got caught again. Wow. And this time I had my daughter with me. And we so close in age that they thought she was my accomplice. And they had her cuffed too. And Are you serious? So that was, that was like one of my breaking points, seeing my daughter in cuffs. Like I was like, oh no. So I took her with me several times. What I was doing, I was boosting. I was going to department stores and I would boost, and I sell gift cards half price off the street. And uh, that that kind of triggered something in me, like you know, I got to stop. And and that then still didn't stop me because I came home and did it again. Wow! I have six six misdemeanors and five felony thefts. Wow! And the last one, the last stretch, doing. It, the most time I did before I did my year was, I want to say, 90 days. 90 days in county jail. But that year, that's what done it for me. I was like, you know what? I'm just tired. And, you know, I got to do, do better. I got to do something else. And that right. was the breaking point. Do, do you think that... Um... Do you think that spiraled from um, from upbringing? Or was that something that you kind of, like, did on your own? Or you, you come from a good upbringing? Or... Did you come from a troubled background? You know what? My mother, she wasn't she wasn't a thief. She wasn't a klepto. She wasn't a hustler. She, she, she wasn't none of that. It was more for my dad and a couple of cousins. But I took I took what I seen and did with him and ran with it. I, I kind of think it was myself. I even hustled with my sisters. When my sisters used to hustle, I was school clothes. You know, because we, we wanted more. We, we were greedy. I guess it's always been we want more. Right. You know, um, it's crazy because it's like, uh, you know, I went through a, a period in my life, too, um, where I was involved in, in, in things like that or whatever. And I didn't really, uh, like I say, I can't really, can't really blame my upbringing or whatever because, you know, I come from a pretty decent upbringing and a pretty good family and stuff. But it's like, you know, that fast money, I just got, I got addicted to the fast money and, and, and wanting more, like you said, wanting more, but, um, you know, it, it's a difference. And, and then I think like going to, you know, going to, to court and different things like that or whatever, getting a slap on the wrist and stuff like that. I don't think that that was enough for me at that level that I was on at that time, because it just seemed like it was really nothing. Until I had to go and, you know, when I got that time and um, it, it just it just was a, it, it didn't feel it didn't feel the same mm -hmm. when you couldn't bond out, when you didn't get a bond and, and you couldn't, mm -hmm. you know, you couldn't come home and, 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 you know, trying to adjust to being around, you know, hundreds of different people that, you know, done so many different things or whatever, you know, you can't trust nobody and. 
it just it just was a it, it was a real uh it was a real real rough experience um because I never really foreseen myself you know doing any time or anything like that so it was a real big adjustment for me um in my life and I think that it, it had to go to that level which I don't regret any of it because it shaped me into the person that I am today you know mm-hmm. very strong individual and um can endure a lot of different things and I, I value a lot of different things too like how did you feel when you when you actually um had to go and do that year what was that experience like of course not a great experience but like on the inside can we can we talk about like you know the stages of of when you started to transition to that point to where you were like you know what this is it for me about doing a year before I went in. Because like I told you before, God spoke to me and said, you're going to jail. Clear as day. You're going to jail this time. I need to sit you down. So by me knowing that, I, I took a couple of days and gave myself peace with the situation. Wow. So, um, I didn't have no fear. Didn't have no fear about it. Cause I, I've never been to a state jail or prison in my life. But the peace I had I can't understand it or explain it. I just know it, it was God and His grace. But the thing for me was, it, it took me three months to tell my daughter how long I was going to be away. She was going to be and she'll ask. I just really missed my family. Like, I missed that. Right. But being around all these different women, all these different nationalities, it was it was a work. It was a work. So I try to spend as much time as I can in chapel and classes, learning myself, learning things, learning a different way. I mean, it was hard, but I did it, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I did it because my mind had to be really transformed because all I knew was what I knew. Right, right. And I had, I had the perfect place to do it in jail. The distractions is gone. The greed is gone. The fast life is gone. It was just me and God. Every day I did in that jail, it was me in the mirror. It was just me me in the mirror. Wow. I mean, that's a tough place, and I don't wish jail on my worst enemy because everybody can't can take that. Absolutely. Can't take all the people. I mean, these different women, some have, women have attitude, and women are, are I tell you that. Wow. What do you mean? Let's 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 talk about that for a second. Like what do you what do you mean? Like in, in what way? The women? Yeah. So, so ooh, you got some women who've been in and out their jail all their life, all their adulthood. To them that's their home. And you come in here and you think if you don't socialize like they want you to, oh you better than me? Oh you this, oh you that, oh you getting this much mail, oh you this, oh you um got your commissary, oh, you this, I mean, wow, I wasn't scary in the world, I, I was a little fighter, but I made a promise to one of my sisters, I would not go in here, and I would not fight, I would not raise hell, I would learn myself, re- redefine myself, rediscover myself, transform my mind while I'm in this place, and I kept that, every day, I kept it on my mind, but I mean, it's hard, I mean, if you want to change, 
hard, but it could be done. It right. Could be done. I absolutely, uh, absolutely agree with you on that. You know, I think the um, the hardest part um, for me when I went through uh, my experience with with dealing with uh, with dealing with that when I was incarcerated, I think that uh, it was, you know, being away from being away from my kids, being away from um, the family, and just having that freedom just taken away from you like that. Being told when you can, you know, when you can go mm-hmm. to the to to bed or. Uh, when you know when you can go to the bathroom, you got to get permission to go to the bathroom in some places. Um, you know, it, it just everything, everything about it, the food. Um, you know, and it's not like it's supposed to be a place that's supposed to be comfortable either. You know, so I, I mean, I understood that. I think what really got me through was I did um, engage myself not in you know in the activities that were going on in the prison, but. Um, I, I tried to get involved in everything that I could possibly get involved in just to keep me away from, you know, being institutionalized and, and, and being able okay. to stay connected to to the world. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't want to be I didn't want to be institutionalized mm-hmm. and I didn't want to engage or, or get myself in any situations or whatever that, you know, I couldn't get myself out of or, or get more time or anything like that. I've seen a lot of things. You know, that was mm-hmm. devastating when I was in there. You know, people getting stabbed. I seen people getting mm-hmm. killed. I seen people mm-hmm. getting raped. You know, How it, much time did you do? I did, uh, I did four and a half years. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's enough to get your mind right. Yeah. I told somebody today, if I would have been more a year, I would have came home with Michelle Obama. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, um, you know, it, 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 it's really a crazy experience. So were you were you um involved in any programs or anything um while you were in there? Yes, I took twenty three classes while I was there. Wow. That's a I lot. I worked on the whole yard and I, I um pressed the officer's clothes. Wow. Yep, I was pretty busy. Yeah, the best class I wanna say I took was this uh class called Changes. That would have to be the the best class I took. Wow. Did did they have any um any parenting classes in there? Yeah, I took a parenting class. That was my second favorite class. Yeah. Class. I did like I, I love those parenting classes. That was that was pretty dope. So mm-hmm. you, you went through that transition. Did you have the family support there with you or you kinda went through this journey on your own? Uh, shakedowns. You know what was what was um, 
what was amazing to me though was um what was amazing to me was that even even being incarcerated it's just like still being in a world i mean it still had everything um on the inside of the prison drugs um sex all type of stuff was going on you know you could pretty much get any type of drug that you wanted i mean did, did you uh experience any of that So you say girls were getting pregnant within there? You know, you lost a lot of time, 
Um, mm-hmm. Things, the world is constantly evolving, and you know you have to really come home and kind of fend for yourself. It's like nobody's not really just yes. giving you a yes. job when you come home either. Yes, and then you you have to have patience. Like it took me three and a half years to reach all the goals and plans that I wrote down for myself in that prison. I still have the daily journal that I had, daily prayer book I read. Every note, every letter, every book I read, everything, every note I have, my commentary bag, everything, I still have it to this day. Wow. I go back and I read some of them. Like, like today is February the 7th. I go back and I read February 7th from the days I was in jail to see where my mind was at and if my mind still there today while I'm out in this world. Right. It, it, you know, that it took three and a half years to get everything I wanted because, you know, me being a convicted felon and it's fresh. Right. I had to take dog pen seven twenty five hours, seven eighty five hours. Right. I had to wait. I had to wait, and I had to work two of them for a year and a half. You know, to save for the things that I want or needed. I couldn't even buy myself. I had to choose from a car or an apartment. You gonna get your apartment paid for car, no? Or you gonna get your apartment paid for? I couldn't have both at the same time. Absolutely. But me being patient and going, being faithful. Right. Then I got that job. It's easy to go and get that. It's easy to go make that money like that. that type of relationship with God before you went in or you or you had a relationship but it strengthened um, when he when he could sit you down and get your full attention That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, would you would you change anything? Would you would you would you go around getting that lesson, even with knowing the outcome of what what would have happened? Would you change getting that lesson?
my daughter's school and, you know, talk to her and her, her, her peers. And, you know, they need that. They need that. They definitely need that guidance, especially in this uh this time that we living in right now. It's it's, it's just because social media is raising our kids. Yeah. 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 I definitely agree with you on that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but I don't regret none of it. I'm I'm just I'm just grateful. I'm thankful. I'm just glad I learned it in time. I'm glad the outcome was worse. Right. Right. What um what what motivated you to want to to I know the experience with with doing the time and stuff like that you know you could have got out and still went straight and just you know really just been about self what what right. what made you want to turn this around all the way around and engage with giving back and trying to to save souls and trying to um encourage uplift and motivate other people um that may be heading down that direction that 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 is commendable and 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 i really applaud you on that what made you want to to invest your time into that because i didn't have it i didn't have it in my life i was in a little different if i did have it hmm. wow so that 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 right there, you know, and 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 that's important because a lot of, a lot of a lot of people don't have that, don't have mm -hmm. that. What does it do? What does it do for you? Being a life coach and 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 being able to sit down a troubled youth or somebody who's who who's who's in a bad place and being able to mentor them and and talk to them and and uplift them and encourage them. Like, what, what does that do for your soul and your spirit? It's, it's a high that I can't, I probably would never be able to explain. I mean, the feeling is just great. It feel like, it just feel like that it was worth you waking up this morning. Hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's exactly how it feels. Let's uh let's let's take let's take a little break and I wanna um want you to take time and, and give a shout out to um anybody you wanna give a shout out to. I wanna give a shout out to my sister Crystal. What's up, Crystal? Hi, Crystal. And I wanna give a shout out to my pastor, Pastor PJ Bryan. What's up, Pastor? And I wanna give a shout out to That's right. That's right. And and we welcome you with um with open arms. We we are so excited to have you um a part of our family now and we're gonna to continue to keep on growing it and we welcome um you and your family um into the vibe vibe family and we got some big big things that we're gonna do in the future as well. Um shout out to everybody too that, that you uh just gave a shout out to. Um major love out to y'all and um we ask that everybody just keep on supporting and um, doing their thing and, and injecting positive energy out here into the world. Mm -hmm. Let's right. let's get into uh, let's get into a couple of these emails or whatever I got in from you. I got a uh, 
I got an email in from a Michelle from Lafayette, a Michelle from Lafayette, and and she wanted to know um how um how did how how did you being gone um when you had to do your time how did it affect your daughter how did your daughter um take it? That's amazing. That's amazing. That's one of my ways of making up too. Right. It's been a lot of time. Well, I can't. She's eighteen. I told you, you ain't nowhere near grown. You my baby. She's twenty one. And I'm just gonna support her because I had to support her and be there for her before I could help somebody else's daughter. Right. Absolutely. How did you um? Not to cut you off. How did you shield her from um adapting the lifestyle as well? Of me being gone or after? Um. Uh, before and after. Mm-hmm. Before I went, she pretty much got used to me being in and out. Yeah. You know, because by her being a teenager, oh, mama gone, I could do this, I could do that. You know, she had a little freedom. Because, you know, the most time I did was 90 days. So mama gone, I could have my little time and go on about my business. But, but I think that year kind of made, open her eyes to let her see, hey, you know, maybe what she was doing wasn't so good after all. Right. But she stayed with my husband, I did the year. She stayed with my husband. And he, he took good care of her. They did good. And so, and I know he's going to make sure that she didn't get any trouble or trouble came to her. But, you know, I kept her lifted up in prayer. I rode her and she rode me. And we, we kept really good contact. That's awesome. That's awesome. God is good. Um, shout out to your husband too for uh being that stand up man and taking mm-hmm. care of his responsibility. Um, in troubled times, tough times. I really uh hats off to him. Um, I don't know his name, but but um, his name Clarence. Clarence. Shout out to Clarence, man. Big respect, mad respect out uh out to Clarence, man. Mad love, man. I, I really really commend you on that, my brother. Um, another question we got here from um Donnell. Donnell from New York uh wanted to know um do you do any any travel mentoring? Um do you travel and, and do any speaking engagements? Not as yet, but that's that's on my uh that's on my goal list. I wanna go all over Texas. I wanna go to Houston, I wanna go every city in Texas. Prisons, alternative schools. Group settings, churches, wherever they'll let me go to help somebody's baby, I'll go. And I take a couple of flights too, but you know, I'd rather keep it local, do my community, and if it's God's will, hey, take me there, take me out there. But right now, I just travel for vacation. Okay. But if somebody speaks for me and I can take off work, I'm there. 
awesome. So your um your your uh your plans for uh, um the future, like what what do you see yourself? Uh, I'm not gonna say in the next five years. Like what what's your uh? I have an answer for that too. You do? Okay. Yeah. Well, let's 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 run it. amazing that's absolutely that's absolutely amazing right there wow and um your uh you are you have your daughter your daughter's uh being set up for uh she's going to school after after she graduates That's good, and she has a plan. Oh yeah, that's amazing. That's awesome. Um, I wanted to uh to ask you too. Um, if 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 you could um if you could if you can tell talk to a room a room full of people um that's 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 troubled or maybe hustling or 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 a room let's just say a room full of of use. Mm-hmm. What would you and you had the opportunity to to speak to that room full of full of the old yous because it's a lot of the old yous out there right now. What, what what would you tell them? I would tell the old me to give them to give yourself. It wasn't that bad. It's not that bad. Write the vision, make the claim, do your steps, and God's going to do his, and then door's going to open. It's not too late. Don't give up. Just work your plan. Be patient. Work the plan. You know, I want to ask you, too, um, with with looking at everything as far as from a woman's perspective on um, Instagram or whatever, why do you think that um, from your perspective, uh, as a woman, why do you think that um, the the mass majority uh, of women on Instagram um, feel like um, the route that they're going, or just the way that they're displaying themselves, or whatever, is the way to, um, I guess, to create a career or whatever you want to call it, whatever Instagram models. I don't know what you want it, whatever you want to call it. Why do you think so many of them are are doing it because it's so easy to get that attention or like what what do you think? It's 
Why do you think that they desire that attention like that? Because they could get attention with doing something else uh, positive other than displaying themselves in a um, seductive way. A lot of those girls be young and, you know, why, why do you feel like they have to get it like that? Because that, like, that's pretty much the way that the world is is displaying women now, or look at women now. You think that that may be the reason why? Because you know they, it's not as many leaders um, as far as like, um, I, I don't know things that they're seeing on TV. Like, I'm just trying to figure out like what fuels it. Sad to say. Yeah, it's not really a lot of examples. Um, examples out there. Do you think that it's um strategically designed that way? That they're designing it that way um to distract, keep keep people distracted from um the ultimate uh goal of what they're really trying to do. Um, as far as with shaping the world or or. Do you think that it's just a, a, a distraction? Was it was it was it was it a high like um could, because that's a that's a big that's 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 a big chance with um mm-hmm. because you never know who's watching you never know um where the cameras are or whatever like mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. What, was it was it like a high like uh or were you ever afraid whenever you were going to do a a, a job. Like my clientele was it was it was 
Starting a business, opening up a boutique, selling the same clothes. I, I definitely get that. I definitely get that because like you say, if you can put that much energy into, and it takes, trust me, a lot of energy to be able to, you know, build up enough heart and enough nerve to go in and, and you got to constantly be, you know, all of that energy could have been, you know, mm-hmm. like you said, injected into um, opening up your own boutique. Um you know, you had a husband who, you know, who was, you know, doing pretty well that could have helped invested into that, I'm pretty sure. And mm-hmm. um but but again, you know, the environment um that you probably like you say your mom's side, they, they, they didn't really engage in that type of stuff. And then your dad's side, you kinda gravitated more to your dad's side, which you know, they were involved in more um, negative energy type of uh, vibes than anything. And so you absorbed more of that and took in more of that. And that kind of overpowered, you know, your your decisions on, I'm going to go over here and do this over here because, you know, it's just faster bread over here. Mm-hmm. I, def- I, definitely, uh, I definitely get that. I definitely get that. But I'm so, um, it's just such a blessing. And it's so, um, so inspiring just talking to you, just hearing your story, you know, and seeing how you made a change and now not only made a change, but making a difference out here. I really, I really commend you on that. I love what you're doing. And, um, I'm, I'm, um, you're, you're in my, uh, my daily prayers now that you know God continue to um uplift you continue to bring you success keep you protected and keep your mind protected as well from you know because I know sometimes you know we we are in human form and and we you know our our flesh get weak at times you know but I just pray that God continue to feed that other spirit that and and make that one way stronger than you know than the temptations of the world you know, cause we all, that's why I always say in my videos, um, you know, you know, get that prayer in before you walk outside those doors, because when we walk outside the threshold of those doors of our home, we are walking out into a jungle. It's full of temptations, full of tests, full of all type of stuff out there that you want, that you're going to desire, that you're going to want, uh, everything, everything. And it's, you know, it's only one or two ways to go. It's only the right road or, or the bad road. Mm-hmm. And we all know, you know, I mean, me and you personally know from experience what comes down, you know, what comes out of being on the bad road. Mm-hmm. And when you really think about it, you know, we all traveling on the same road. But mm-hmm. along that road, now taking the straight road, it, it's going to take you a little time. You got to be patient on the straight road. Mm-hmm. But along Ooh, traveling... Exactly. But traveling on that straight road, it's always going to be some temptation signs that's going to be on side the road detour. You can get to the you can get to the you can get to the bread a little bit faster. Take this detour right here. And then you take that detour. You know what I'm saying? Somebody might tell you, man, look, I went down that road, man. I'm telling you, bro, you take that shortcut. 
You're going to be able to get to the bag. I got that guy, guy. And that might not work for you. Then you take that detour. Somebody like me and you that, that that's connected to God. And, and, and we're not going to get the same results that, that that person right there that's not really connected to God. No God, but not really connected to him like we are. You see what I'm saying? So we took that same road and ended up detouring all the way back to the beginning. and lost everything. All the money, all of the friends, everybody that was, you know, y'all that whole lot, we lost everything to go all the way back. Now we back at the beginning again, mm-hmm. starting over. You know what I'm saying? So it to me, like I'm like you, it's not even really even worth it anymore. You know, I just want to just the most valuable thing nowadays to me, man, is is just mental peace, having a peace of mind. You know, because when you done had all of that stuff, cars and clothes and jewelry and, and, and all of this stuff, like we, we've had that stuff already. So that stuff is not really like, it's not really that, that all that valuable to people like me and you no more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know, you, you're happy with just, you know, being able to, to pay your bills and, and, and be able to, you know, do things and take your family. Just be comfortable, you know? Cause all the other stuff is gonna come. We just doing it a different way. We building a whole different thing right now, and 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 that's what fuels me and excites me about what you're doing. Like you're building something phenomenal, and really, you know, touching people and 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 saving spirits and really doing your part out here in this world. And I I just I'm I'm really really I'm really really happy to be connected um to that power like that. I appreciate that. So, most definitely, most definitely. So, um, if anybody wanted to um, get in touch with you um, or connect with you in any kind of way, could you um, please put your social platforms out there or ways that people can connect with you? Yeah, you can find me on Facebook, Monique Wilson. You can email me at mobilelifestyle at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram at com. And any... Um, any words of encouragement that you want to give to um, your fans, my fans, our fans, um, any new listeners or anything like that? Um, any any encouraging words that you want to leave with them? I just want to tell everybody that it's not too early or too late to start over. Not too early and it's not too late. Wow. But start over. Absolutely. I mean, we, we. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you, man. Absolutely. Look at us as those examples, man. We, we, we those walking examples for you right there. Coach Mo, I really want to thank you for um for coming on the show, sharing your testimony with us, giving us some of that encouragement and some of them good vibes that you possess within you, girl. I want to thank you so much for hanging out with us, though. No problem. And look, thanks for me. Absolutely, absolutely. You are um you know you got to come back on the show now, huh? Oh no problem. Anytime you need me, I'm free. Let's do 
yes yes definitely we definitely want you to uh want you to do that we're gonna uh we're gonna definitely set it up and you know we're gonna continue our vibes um off of the show and we got some things that we got to do and i'm gonna get with you um off air and uh we got some uh things that i want to discuss and try to put together for the future Absolutely. It's the Vibe Show Podcast with your boy Kano the Don and my special, special guest, Coach Mo. We out.